The biggest pro football overlays in Vegas are back with 12 million in guaranteed prizes only at Circa Sports with two ways to win and no rate. Circa Million with quarterly payouts and 100% payback. And Circa Survivor. Select one team each week with no point spread. Take in the big money with 12 million in guaranteed prizes. Enter in Vegas, play from anywhere. Visit CircaSports.com for details. This is the Arash Markazi Show on the Mightier 1090 ESPN Radio. Hello and welcome to the Arash Markazi Show on the Mightier 1090 ESPN Radio in Southern California. 98.5 The Fan in Las Vegas and the Hawaii Sports Radio Network. 95.1 FM and AM 760 in Hawaii. I'm joined as always by G. Hey, Wiley, Armani Buckets, and Brandon Deutsch. How are we doing? It's game four, guys. Game four. It's it's time. It is time, Rangers. It is time. <laughs> I, I, I need a W, man. I can't. I can't. They, they need to at least, you know, get one in Tampa. Um, they're getting my hopes up right now, and this is why I didn't want like I love my Rangers, but I didn't want to root for them uh, going into this. Then they came up two and zero, and now they're two and one. And you know, it, I just feel like Tampa's like crawling at, at like chomping at the bit right now and uh, trying their hardest to uh, uh, to catch up and, and annihilate us. So I'm nervous, but it's game four. It's time. It is time. <laughs> Yeah, I'm I'm hyped up for you, Jihei. The Rangers, I think you guys got it tonight. 3-1 tonight, and then we ended in 5. I'm sorry for saying we, but we are on the bandwagon. I think all of us on the show, no, that's wrong. Brandon, you said you're not, right? Uh, uh, which team? Uh, Rangers. You said Av- Avalanche, who are headed to the Stanley Cup Finals. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, Avalanche are going to probably sweep or five games, whoever gets out of that. No offense, Jihei. <laughs> no, so so you know what I 100% agree with you, Brandon. And unfortunately, I think we're going to talk about this later on. Um, but yeah, my my hopes are not high. I again, my Rangers, we're just ecstatic to be here. Or at least Ranger fans are just ecstatic that we're here um, ahead of schedule. So I wasn't expecting this until you know two years down the road. So I, I'm just happy to be here. Hundred percent. It's a successful season, nonetheless, for the Rangers. I love it. We got hockey talk to begin, but we have a lot of NBA to get to. So let's uh, get to the rundown today brought to you by Circa Sports. Circa Millions and Circa Survivor Pro Football Contest are back with $12 million in guaranteed prizes. Visit CircaSports.com for details. Hit it, Jihei. Well, Darvin Ham was introduced as the Lakers, and, you know, it's the Rosh Marikazi show, so we obviously got to start with the Lakers. Um, he's the new head coach, guys, on, um, and he was introduced on Monday, and Russell um, Russell Westbrook, your favorite guy, was there standing off to the side in a public show of support for the hiring. Ham said he fully expects Westbrook to be on the team next season and called him one of the best players in the NBA. Can Darvin Ham make the Russell Westbrook experiment work? with the Lakers after it failed so miserably last season. You know, so this was a big question, um, and I really didn't think it was a question. I thought that there was no doubt about it. The Lakers have to find a way to move on from Russell Westbrook. They got to find a way to trade him. 
yesterday during that Darvin Ham press conference was the first time that it wasn't just a rumor. Like, I really think that Russell Westbrook will be back. I mean, the doors fly open. Rob Palinka comes out. He's smiling. Darvin Ham comes out. He's smiling. And right behind him, literally the third guy, uh, like, out the uh, door for the press conference is Russell Westbrook. He and uh, Austin Reeves were uh, two, two of the players there. But, I mean, in terms of the biggest name player, it was Russell Westbrook. And again, Ham talked about that he fully expects him to be on the team, called him one of the best players in the league. Um, and I really do believe that 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 one of the reasons that they brought in a coach like Darvin Ham is his relationship, or, or and I didn't know that they had one, but his relationship with Westbrook and his ability to say, hey, listen, here's how I envision him fitting in with the team. So again, it's all talk right now. But amazingly, guys, amazingly, it does look like Russell Westbrook will be back. And listen, I as much as I would love for it to work, I, I just can't see it. I cannot see it. I, I think everybody's a skeptic when it comes to this, when it comes to Russell Westbrook on the team. The issue is... Um, well, I guess it's not an issue. I think it's a good sign. Ham said all the right things. What is he supposed to say? Like, Russell Westbrook can't work? I mean, he's not getting traded. I think we've gotten to the point where is going to keep him on the team. I loved Ham's presser for one reason. Emphasize defense. I know Frank Vogel was supposed to be this defensive coach, but it seems like Ham has this, um, this established defensive scheme that he's going to create and he said it starts with Davis and then it goes to Westbrook because people forget Westbrook used to be a bulldog on the defensive end earlier in his career and he's kind of been lackadaisical the past couple of years hopefully he gets back to that state Ham said all the right things it's going to be about Anthony Davis Russell Westbrook do I think they're a championship team probably not but like with Russell Westbrook on the team but maybe they can make steps in the right direction and at least have effort next year something they didn't play with last year I completely agree. I think it's going to be an uphill battle to make Russ a viable threat on the court. But like you said, Brandon, if they can make him buy in defensively, considering what I know it's what he used to be, but he still has the athleticism there. It's not like the athleticism has totally disappeared and that should help him be a good defender. I couldn't be more happy if I was a Laker fan with that press conference by Darvin Ham. Again, press conferences, you know, sometimes they mean nothing, but he said, like you mentioned, Brandon, he said all the right things, defense, accountability, attention to detail on that end. And he was basically adamant that if Anthony Davis can get going and be the key, this team can be right back to where they were, maybe not two years ago, but they can be a very good basketball team again. Again, it's all words until we see action, but I liked what I heard. Yeah, this is this to me is just all talk. I, I'm just I'm just gonna wait till the season happens and we'll we'll see what goes from there because you know Westbrook, in my personal opinion, hasn't really shown me that he is a great team player, <laughs> right? That he can be there for everybody else. It's very much the Russell Westbrook show. So I, you know, I, I'm just gonna wait it out. I'm just gonna wait it out. And if Darvin Ham can make him phenomenal in in um, in the off season and switch his game up again um, from when he was younger to, to now you know god bless him so uh, i'm i'm gonna be i'm gonna be that uh voice i'm trying to be that voice of reason and and just we'll, we'll see what happens guys i i just i just don't have the faith but it, but, but well, really really quick ga it, it really was a fantastic press conference because you really got to see a coach that's really going to command the respect of that room and i hate the fact that Fr frank vogel 
for whatever reason lost that. I mean, because because again, we, we do have to remember they won a championship two years ago. They were, were were one of the best defensive teams in the league. But when you were you were watching that press conference, the the respect that Darvin Ham commands, uh, you know, you could see that. You could see, you know, when he talked about, you know, when he was shot in Saginaw, Michigan, and you could do one of two things: you could either be fearful or fearless. And he became fearless. And it was just a great press conference. And again, we don't know how things are going to turn out and it's a big if I get it's a big if but I do think if the Lakers are healthy and I can't stress this enough if LeBron James plays like he did a year ago he basically led the league in scoring and if Anthony Davis can stay healthy and be the player he was just two years ago you're talking about two of the top five players in the league and I'm sorry I I really do believe that team can contend regardless of how terrible last year was Russell Westbrook does have to have a moment where he realizes he's not the same player that, that that he was. And I don't know if he can wrap his arms around that. I don't think Frank Vogel was the coach to talk to him about that and to get him to realize that. But if, if, if a humbled Russell Westbrook, someone who takes pride in defense, someone who takes pride in his career, joins up with two healthy top five players. Again, I'm not saying they're going to win a chip, but they're going to be a lot better than what people think that they can be. Again, th- this is not a non-playoff team. This is for sure a playoff team. I think we're not stressing enough to the defense that Ham was talking about because they were 21st in defensive rating um, at the height of their season last year. And two years ago, they were first. In the year previous, they were third when they won the championship. They need a top 10 defense. If Ham establishes that, they're for sure a playoff team. You look at historically the teams that make the playoffs, great defenses usually. And the teams that are all in on offense, like the Hawks last year or the Hornets last year, they lose in the play-in or the first round. Or Brooklyn. Brooklyn doesn't have a defense, right? So like that, those are teams that lose in the first round. You need to establish a good defensive scheme. I think Ham does that. I think they're a playoff team. But with Westbrook on the team, it lowers their ceiling, Arash. I hate to say it. I hope it works out. I hope for the best. Maybe we'll, if it does and they win a championship, we'll get Kayla on here all week. She could talk about Russell Westbrook. But like, I just don't see it happening. I'm very pessimistic considering last season. Yeah, I'm with Brandon on this one. Well, all pro defensive tackle switching gears to um, an actual champion. Uh, Aaron Donald is officially returning to the Rams, guys, after receiving a big raise, well-deserved big raise that will make him the highest paid non-quarterback in the NFL. The Rams reworked Donald's deal to give him a $40 million raise over the last three years of his existing contract, making him the first non-quarterback to eclipse $30 million per season. The reworked deal brings the total value of Donald's contract to $95 million over three years. How big of a deal was this for the Rams? This is massive. That means, listen, listen, it's a big deal in terms of the actual deal. Again, the biggest contract given to a non-quarterback, but it was a big deal because this was a lingering cloud hanging over this team. Again, I thought it was already taken care of. I thought they had moved on past it, but like like every week you would hear about a new story that, that you know, maybe Donald's going to retire. And so they got that rework. Not only is he going to come back next season, he's going to come back for the next two or three years. And so the great thing about this is 
Donald is the best player in the National Football League. I truly believe that in terms of what he does. Uh, and you look, and again, I don't think I'm going on a, on a huge limb there. You look at the way the Rams closed out the conference championship game against San Francisco in the Super Bowl. It was Donald, the pressure on the quarterback that sealed those wins. And so they, they were not going to repeat without Donald back again. It's going to be a tough road to do it. Uh, you know, it's one of the hardest things to do in sports is to repeat. The only way that they were going to do that is to get Donald back. He's back. Big deal. Big deal contractually and a big deal for the Rams. Well, also, where do they get all of this cap space? I mean, <laughs> I'm, 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 I'm just. I, I don't know. That's that's insane. They have some of the best money managers in the world to get all this cap space to get Aaron Donald. I guess everyone else is going to be on a minimum contract within a couple of years. Uh, but other than the stars, you know, Cub, Stafford, uh, Donald. But I guess, hey, run it back. They'll probably be the favorite again to win the Super Bowl. I love this deal. $95 million is honestly a discount for him. I know the way the NFL works, but Buddy Heald, uh, I don't know if you saw that tweet, $95 million man had made the all-rookie team. That's it. Aaron Donald's been a pro bowler his whole career. He's been all-pro. He's the best player. And he gets $95 million. I mean, just... And it's not like the... I mean, I have an issue. I think we need to start discussing the issue with how the NFL makes so much more money than the, than the NBA, yet the players make less. And I get it. There's more players, but, like, the good players, they need to make more. They need to have... I mean, it's just such an owner-driven league versus the NBA is a players-driven league with all the money they make. The owners are making so much money. They need to change the cap. They need to have discussions in the CBA about that because Donald getting $95 million, yes, it's a lot of money, but he deserves way more, in my opinion. And they need to, they need to discuss the changes in cap space and how much they can give money and the owners need to be able to take a hit to give the players what they deserve. What a big time sigh of relief because it really felt like he was considering that retirement. I don't think that was a fluke at all. And to have him now, I, I hope that the three-year deal, the money that he received, I hope that it means that he's actually here for three years and that we don't have that retirement talk every offseason from here on out. Um, but it sounds like with between him and Sean McVay, it sounds like this is the nucleus going forward, at least I would hope for the three years of his contract. So that's huge news for the Rams, and they're going to be right back where they were last year. Yeah, absolutely. And uh, speaking of Sean McVay, did anybody see his wedding on Instagram? You know, I saw a picture and another bit of good news for the Rams. Apparently, like, Codell Beckham Jr. wasn't officially invited, but apparently he crashed the wedding. And uh, Sean McVay made a joke that, like, listen, that means you're going to come back to the Rams. Of course, uh, <laughs> he's going to miss the, the first half of the season, but uh, looks like he'll come back. But no, it looked like a fantastic wedding there. Yeah, it looked like a really good time. I'm not a huge wedding person, but like, I, it looked like a lot of fun. And then did you see his wedding cake as well? In the shape of the Lombardi Trophy, and he ate um, part of it. I love that. I did not see that. Oh, oh my God. Oh, hilarious. It was so, so good. So fun. So, uh, yeah, I mean, I hope they run it back. I hope they, for their sake, and uh, to your point, Brandon, you're 100% right. You're getting a deal for Donald. I mean, he should be a $100 million man. That kid is worth that money, um, and he's been worth that money since his rookie year. Well, anyways, guys, moving on to the NBA Finals. It is Game 3. Uh, it was 
or is Game 3, sorry, of the NBA Finals on Wednesday as the Boston Celtics host the Golden State Warriors with the series tied at 1-1. The Celtics are favored by 3.5 points at Circus Sports. Can Boston take a 2-1 lead? I think that they that they can. Uh, you know, G, the more that I've thought about this series, you know, I've kind of switched to your line of thinking, you know, because, uh, it, like, it, when you look at this series, the, the Warriors have dominated seven of the eight quarters and and but now that this series is shifting back to Boston I do like the Celtics to win game three again uh, they are a uh, favorite at Circus Sports by three and a half so I like them to take a, a two to one lead again this is looking like a six or seven game series which is good for us fans because we just don't have a ton of good uh, playoff games of this season so again hopefully it's a good game not a blowout but I like these Celtics to win game three I'm right there with you I think Celtics at home coming off of a loss that probably had them seething the whole plane ride back that was a the officiating in that game and I know we discussed this the other day but it had to have irked them in a way that they are going to come out with a vengeance in game three I don't know how Golden State's going to respond. I assume that Steph Curry on the road is going to bring his A game. Will we see Klay Thompson show up after that 4 for 19 performance? Jordan Poole, there was a lot of talk about Jordan Poole and his performance, but remember, he had a really rough first half in game two as well. He got going when they had the lead, but those guys are going to need to show up in the first half of game three. They can't wait the second half when they've already established the lead they have to be the ones to establish that lead and my eyes are just going to be on Draymond Green the whole night they need to have a separate camera just dedicated to Draymond if they want to put that on like an ESPN 2 or something just have the Draymond channel because that guy I can't even imagine with that Celtics crowd the Celtics environment in their building it could get really hectic and I think that that is going to actually negatively impact the Warriors on the road compared to at home. No, I'm, uh, I might be the minority here. I think the Warriors win this game. Um, I think they were embarrassed in game one. I know the Celtics are going to make this a competitive game, but the Warriors are the much better team. There's only been one quarter the Celtics have been better. One. One quarter the Celtics have been better than the Warriors. And I get it. It was That was the best they've ever shot. They'll never shoot like that again. They weren't. I mean, Marcus Smart and Horford were making everything. That's just not going to happen again. It's going to be about Tatum and Brown to keep this game close. I think they play great. But if Curry continues to score 30 plus points like he's been doing you know 29 34 and then you get the contributions from Jordan Poole and Clay Thompson it's over I mean the series is over if that continues to happen the Warriors looked elite defensively last last game and I think they're going to take a two to one series lead I'm not with you guys I think the Warriors are going to win I think uh, GA's muted there, but uh, no, listen. I think I think it, it's going to be a, a good series if if uh, if the Warriors uh, win. I think either way, this series is going six or seven. Uh, but GA, before we head to the break, we do got to talk about the Stanley Cup playoffs. We got one yeah, side so- of the bracket. Yeah. Yeah, sorry, you guys. My my internet was unstable for a hot second because we are doing this remotely, unfortunately, today and today, hopefully only. Um, But going to the last headline, the Colorado Avalanche rallied to beat the Edmonton Oilers 6-5 on Monday night, completing a four-game sweep in the Western Conference Finals and propelling the Avalanche into the Stanley Cup Final for the first time since 2001. Colorado will take on the winner of the Eastern Conference Final between the New York Rangers, my New York Rangers, sorry, and two-time defending Stanley Cup champion 
the Tampa Bay Lightning. Can you see New York or Tampa beating Colorado, guys? Sorry, Jihei. And I think you'll probably agree with me. Like, even if New York finds a way to do the unthinkable, which would not be unthinkable at this point, if they get to the Stanley Cup final, they would just be happy to be there. I I, I think no matter who wins, whether it's Tampa or New York, uh, Colorado is the best team. Uh, Again, I think once again, just like the NBA Finals, I'd be hoping for a good series. The way Colorado's playing right now, uh, you know, would not be shocked if they swept, you know, this this Stanley Cup final. But, uh, you know, Tampa Bay going for three in a row would be a fantastic story as well. Uh, But, uh, G.K., pull it for your New York Rangers to get to the final. But I do not think uh, New York or Tampa can take down Colorado. Yeah, unfortunately, I have to agree with you, Arash. Um, it is, it's really, really disappointing. But um, Colorado has the best players in hockey right now. It's, that, it's just a fact. There's no, you know, there's, there's no really going around it right now um, with McKinnon. And, uh, the, and they're also their, their goalies on, on a heater. So I just, I'm really, really hoping for the best, but I'm expecting the worst. And you know what? If it happens, it happens, and I'll be psyched. I'm just psyched to be here, like I said earlier on in this segment. I'm just psyched that they're here. So um, I hope they I hope they go up 3-1. to one. I hope that, you know, we... We go on a we go on a run and we make it to the Stanley Cup. But if we don't, what a great season! No, it's been a fantastic run for uh, you guys. All right, let's leave it there for now. When uh, we come back, we will hear from the new Lakers coach Darvin Ham. When we come back, right here on the Mightier 1090 in Southern California, the Fan in Las Vegas, and the Hawaii Sports Radio Network. We'll be right back with the Arash Markazi Show on the Mightier 1090 ESPN Radio. biggest pro football overlays in Vegas are back with 12 million in guaranteed prizes only at Circa Sports with two ways to win and no rake. Circa Million with quarterly payouts and 100% payback. And Circa Survivor. Select one team each week with no point spread. Take in the big money with 12 million in guaranteed prizes. Enter in Vegas. Play from anywhere. Visit CircaSports.com for details. This is the Arash Markazi Show on the Mightier 1090 ESPN Radio. Welcome back to the Arash Markazi Show on the Mightier 1090 ESPN Radio in Southern California. 98.5 The Fan in Las Vegas on the Hawaii Sports Radio Network. 95.1 FM and AM 760 in Hawaii. Just as a reminder, if you have a question or a comment or just want to win tickets to an upcoming game in Los Angeles or Las Vegas or Hawaii, call our hotline 310-400-0340. All right, let's now go out to the Circus Sports Guest Hotline, Circa Millions and Circus Survivor Pro Football Contest with $12 million and guaranteed prizes are back. Visit CircusSports.com for details. Here he is. We are going to play for you now the press conference from yesterday. Darvin Ham being introduced by Lakers general manager Rob Palinka as the new head coach of the Lakers. So let's now hear from the new head coach of the Lakers, 
Darvin Ham. Well, this is an incredibly bright and promising day in Laker history and wanted to welcome everybody here first and foremost and especially uh, Coach Ham's family, um, his wife Dee and DJ and Nick and Don. Um, welcome to the Lakers family. Um, this is a special place to be and we're really excited to have you here. Turning to Coach Ham, um, it's easy to be grateful when you find a candidate that you feel is the ideal fit for what the franchise is looking for. And that's what Coach Ham represents to us. Um, when you have a, a career coaching journey that um, starts out in the G League and you earn your stripes as a GM and as a head coach, <laughs> and your arc takes you to uh, strong um, franchises that have had success, including a championship, um, at his last stop as a lead assistant coach on the Milwaukee Bucks. You have a certain um, DNA and fabric and strength of character, and it came through so powerfully to everybody in the coaches committee when we did our interviews, and we were able to land on Coach Ham as our unanimous choice to recommend to our owner, Jeannie Buss, for her approval. And I'm just incredibly proud to be able to sit next to him for what he stands for um, as a man, as a coach, as a dad, as a husband, um, and to arm together to lead this franchise to the next chapter. Um, this is a historic day for us and uh, just couldn't be more excited as a general manager to introduce Darvin Ham as the new Lakers head coach. Well, first of all, I want to uh, thank God coming from where I come from. You know, we I was raised in a household of a strong spiritual faith, belief in God and Son, Jesus Christ. So I want to start with that. Everything I've been able to overcome in my life, along with the people around me, it's been that spirit that was instilled in me as a youngster. Um, I want to thank my wife, my children, my friends, I got my good friends here, everybody that that has supported me, put their arms around me in tough times and great times, but who have remained consistent over the course of my life. Uh, my agent Spencer and his family, um, it's, it's, it's been one heck of a ride and one, the gift that just keeps on giving. And I want to thank Jeannie and the rest of the bus family, Joey, Jesse, Johnny, Janie, everybody is just like, it's, it's like coming back home. and. As sad as it is for me to be leaving, uh, you know, one of my uh, coach Bud is, uh, you know, sometimes you got to walk that walk on your own. Um, I'm forever grateful for him and what he did for me in my career. Um, I couldn't be sitting in this chair without him allowing me to learn, grow, and excel on his watch. Um, I love him to death. We went from colleagues to friends to brothers, while all the while making having an opportunity to make history. And uh, the same thing, I plan to come here and instill in this program and get us back to the top of the food chain, along with the help with Rob. We're going to collaborate, communicate, and to make sure we uh, also demonstrate. And uh, we have a strong basketball team and basketball ops. We're going to put together a strong staff. And uh, I think sky's the limit. We're not putting a ceiling on our situation. And we'll go as far as our daily preparation takes us. 
you hear people, well, are they going to do this? Are they going to do that? We're going to get better every day. That's what we're going to do. And the things we're going to do in that daily process will lead to, will lead to the type of success this, this franchise and this city has been accustomed to. So thank you. Thank you again. Hey, Darvin, Mike Trudell with the Lakers Inspector doing, Sportsnet. Mike? Nice to see you again. Yes, uh, Rob alluded to a lot of the stops in your path, Darvin, and just wondered, coming from Saginaw, going to college, grinding through the NBA, now an assistant coach, how did all that shape you into a vision of what you want to be as a head coach and a leader? I think it makes you more appreciative. And, you know, I wasn't blessed with this otherworldly talent. You know, I was a pretty good athlete that could hold my own on the court a little bit, but still the, the sweet jump shots or the no look passes that wasn't my game <laughs> so uh just having to be a blue collar type contributor on on a lot of various teams from high school to junior college to texas tech to the pros like the championship team in detroit i think it prepares you and it it, it creates a certain type of mentality to where you don't want to cut any corners like you have to make sure you're on point understand what what the details are, whether we're watching film and you're talking about coverages or your workouts in the summertime, being specifically locked in on what it is your job is going to be. And uh, being able to coach these guys at this level, that's, you know, everybody here that's playing in the NBA has talent. But how do you focus that talent in the right areas, in the right directions? So your team can thrive, you know, based on one, your as being one of many contributions. And, and you know, we, we know we have our stars and Bron, A.D., Russ, and the like. And, uh, but it's those Austin Reeves, it's those Stanley Johnsons, you know, these guys, the more they continue to get better, sometimes it's the most fulfilling because they're growing. You're, you're, you're developing and growing your kids from within. And uh, I've seen that happen when we were in Atlanta. I saw it happen in Milwaukee. And I wholeheartedly anticipate it happening here in L.A. Mm -hmm. yeah. Yeah. Coach Jim Hill, CBS2 and KKL9. First of all, welcome back. Good Thanks, to see Tim. you again. This is a very emotional day for you and you almost let your emotions get the better of you just a couple of moments ago. I'd like for you to talk about the emotions that you have going through you today and how easy it was for you to make a decision to come here knowing the background of what the Lakers mean to this community as opposed to going someplace else. Well, you know, they made the decision and um, I was wholeheartedly open for it. Um, it's the emotion comes from when you've been with a special person in this business for the last nine years and Coach Bud and, you know, having started out with him in Atlanta his first day as a head coach and now I'm getting to leave and I, I, I thanked him. I said, well, at least you dropped me off where you picked me up at because he, <laughs> <laughs> he picked me up from here in L.A. So the fact that I'm coming back to L.A., he was thrilled, super thrilled. He and John Horse, Milt Newton, that whole staff up there, man, all the coaches and front office and every the, the performance team. I mean, they we're all like family. It's a family setting. But knowing that this is the team and the franchise that gave me my start, you know, albeit it was Mike Brown that hired me, you know, the Buss family had to sign off on it. And uh, the fact that I got my start as a coach here, 
this place will always be special to me, always was special to me, always paid attention to what was going on with the Lakers, even in my other travels through Atlanta and Milwaukee. So it's like a homecoming for me in all seriousness. Hey, Darvin. Uh, Dan Wicke with the Los Angeles Times. Um, one of the things that people say about you as a coach is that you're well-rounded. Do you view yourself more as a defensive coach, as an offensive coach? And I guess, what can you tell us about kind of your on-court vision for, I, I, obviously the players have to kind of come together, but what, what does Darvin Ham look, team look like on the court? I mean, I think it's a 360-degree coaching style, meaning all both parts of the floor are connected. You know, you, you hear about these offensive gurus or these defensive gurus. Both sides of the ball f- affect one another. If you're able to play great defense, then your offense is going to look great because you're not playing against a set defense. If you're allowing people to score, then your offense is going to struggle because you're playing against a set defense. So you just have to be well-rounded. And uh, we used to talk about that a lot in our coaches' meetings with Coach Bud. You know, you, know, you have these offensive guys, your defensive guys, so when – the defensive guys watching the defense when the ball goes on offense, does he drop his head and, and start stop paying attention to the game? It's like you have to watch the game in its totality. And everything you do from the practice floor, the preparation is the key to it. Because it's the practice floor, it's the individual workouts in the summer, the practice floor, shoot around, then the game floor. But they all have to be connected with a lot of film in between. So the way we develop our guys, we make them cerebral players by watching film and then making sure what they watch in the film translates to the uh, game floor. And once we get on the game floor, we're going to understand like what, who's supposed to be doing what, but we're all together. We're all united and locked in. Everyone has each other's back, and it makes it for a more fun environment. But it's more about the environment, more about, again, the culture you set, just being competitive, being together, and being accountable. Hi, Kyle Goon, Orange County Register. Um, Coach, when you were going through the process, um, obviously, like you said, everybody's got to be accountable and and buy into the culture. But how much of your vision uh, is is sort of founded on the idea of of how um, LeBron James, Anthony Davis, and Russell Westbrook can can play together um, after, you know, that, that this team didn't get the results it wanted out of that group last year? Well, it's... How can they compete together? You know what I'm saying? Like, it starts on the defensive end. And from there, we're going to build back toward the offense. I think uh, the type of spacing, a four-out-one-in four style, which I'm going to implement, is going to help all parties. Um, my goal is, again, continue with the development of our younger players and to make those guys comfortable where they're not having to run to a telephone booth and throw a cape on and try to save the day. Everything has to be a team effort. Again, competitive, together, and accountable. And if there's mistakes made, I have to be able to coach those three guys like I do the rest of the roster. Mm-hmm. It can't be, you know, we it, it's we have the saying, it's like facts over feelings. And, you know, once you see the film and it's a fact that you weren't, you missed your assignment, then that has to be pointed out. Because if I can't point that out to one of our big three, then the last man or somebody in the rotation, they're not going to take what we're doing seriously. So mm-hmm. it has to be consistent across the board. Hey, Darvin, congratulations. Bill Oram with The, uh, the Athletic. Um, specifically on Russ, you know, a lot has been made about his fit with LeBron, and, and we didn't see it a ton last year with, with injuries, but um, how do you see those three working together? How do you see Russ fitting? And um, I guess more, 
you do see him here, I guess, based on the way you're talking. Absolutely. I mean, just our running habits. And Russell, don't, don't, don't get it messed up. Russ is one of the best players our league has ever seen. And there's still a ton left in that tank. I don't know why people tend to try to write him off. I'm going to approach him like I do every player I've ever encountered. We're going to talk about our running habits with the ball, without the ball. And again, the, to the, the team, the, the rhythm of the team and, and trying to establish a rhythm with LeBron, Russ, AD. And, and again, share the load defensively and offensively. Defensively is where you're going to see us make our biggest leaps and, and bounds. We have to commit to the defensive side of the, of, of the ball or we don't have a chance to do anything. The offense won't even matter if we don't get stops. Hey, Darvin, Mike Bresnan, Spectrum Press. Sportsnet. Good to see you again. Uh, when you look at uh, LeBron, both when you played against him uh, this year and just, you know, in general on, on tape and film and whatnot, what comes across for a guy who will be 38 in about six months? Just maintenance. And he's done a phenomenal job his entire career taking care of his body and, and, and spending the resources and providing himself with the right people around him to make sure he's able to sustain the type of level you see him play at even to this day. So just being in, in and not just Bron, but AD, Russ, our, our entire group, like we're, we're really, really player health conscious. Like we'll get with the performance team, build out a plan for everybody, and again, the, the plan is to get stronger as the season gets longer. So uh, that'll be my number one goal is to try to lessen some of the wear and tear on LeBron because, you know, I, I feel like he's shown that he, you know, that level he's playing at is not going anywhere anytime soon. So I just want to try to help and consist, uh, assist him with uh, being able to sustain that level. Hey, Darvin. Welcome back to L.A. Hey, what's up, Dave? Good to see you. Dave McGrath with ESPN. You've had an opportunity to interview for a handful of jobs over the years. Uh, and when you hear Rob today say you were the unanimous choice of this coaching selection committee, considering the enormity of this job, considering I think you're only the 28th guy ever to lead this franchise that has 17 banners, why do you think everything came together this time for you? Timing. Timing is everything. Like I said, I put my faith in God. He's the master of all plans, and I just want to take this time to thank all of those teams that passed on me so I can end up right back <laughs> where I need to be right with Rob and the Bus family. So it's all good. I'm good. Trust me. But, you know, you just you live, you learn, and you seek out an opportunity. If you don't get it, you just keep getting better. Keep trying to add more things to your repertoire. Hey, Darvin, uh, Yovan Buha with The Athletic. Uh, you, you mentioned your relationship with Bud, and, and I was curious, uh, how much do you plan on implementing from what you guys did in Atlanta and Milwaukee over the last nine years? And then also working specifically with Giannis, you know, they're, they're different players, but Giannis, LeBron, and AD all kind of have that athleticism and, and some similarities with, with the way they play in the paint. Uh, how, how did working with Giannis kind of inform maybe how you'll approach working with LeBron and AD? I, I think it's more... Uh system base and yes we we were able to build a, a proven commodity in the way we played offense the way we defended uh during bud bud and i's my time together um but in terms of ad Giannis, the comparisons they're slightly different players but they're both dynamic in the sense that they're multifaceted to be the, at the size that they're at and a lot of the ground gets made up in 
just the breakdowns, the defensive breakdowns and the offensive breakdowns. Those guys can, you can throw it to them and they can go get you a bucket. But how easy will that bucket be? Like, we have to get the ball going side to side. We have a turn, play with the pass, like, share the ball, um, make it easy on yourself. You can, instead of going one on four, one on five, you go play with your teammate. And now it's a three on two situation or a two on one situation because you just moved the ball. You didn't sit, hold it, dribble 18 times. Like, it has to be a rhythm, ball and body movement. But Giannis is unique because we had different people that took the lead on him in his individual workouts, but the things we would do in terms of our offensive breakdowns and our defensive breakdowns would actually give him more. So when it came time for him to play one-on-one, it was easy. You know what I mean? You had to account for other people. So now there's different driving lanes or there's more space. And again, it goes back to the type of rosters we were able to build and put the type of players around him That's we're going to do here. When Rob and I collaborate, we're going to dive in and put the best roster out there that we possibly can to support our big three. Uh, Dylan Hernandez here, LA Times. Uh, Darvin, um, have you, one, I guess, have you spoken to Russ Westbrook? And two, has there been any discussion among you guys about maybe a change in role for him, maybe coming off the bench? And for uh, Rob, um, you know, after what you saw last season, you know, talking to Darvin, what made you think, you know what, this is a workable situation with Westbrook? Yeah, I would say yes. Russ and I have had some really, really great one-on-one convos, man. And and the biggest word I think came out of that those discussion those discussions were sacrifice. That was the biggest word. It was sac- sacrifice. We're going to sacrifice whatever we got to do. And it's not just Russ. There's going to be sacrifices that LeBron has to make, the AD has to make, on down the line through the rest of our roster. Again, we have to start on the defensive end. And in terms of what his role is going to be, I'm going to expect him to be the same tenacious, high-energy player that he's been on his entire career. A lot of it now may happen without the ball in his hand. Most of it now may happen on the defensive end. But again, we have to sacrifice. There's no achieving anything without all parties, you know, sharing the load, sacrificing, and depending on one another. Just to follow uh, and leverage off what Darvin's saying, I, I think all of us would agree that that teams, whether it's in any sport, take on the identity of the head coach. And the things that stood out to Darvin in the interview process was the two words he's been using. One is sacrifice. He was a player in the league that made every sacrifice to be great. He wasn't a superstar. He knew what it take to be in the gaps, to do the little things to make his teams great, like the the championship team he was on. And then toughness. Um, I think one of the things we lacked as a team last year is an identity of toughness. And I think we're excited to see how Coach, with his leadership style, will bring those attributes to our team next year. All right, that was was new Lakers head coach Darvin Ham. Again, as far as press conferences goes, a home run. uh, Said all the right things. Um, You know, the biggest takeaway, I thought, because generally speaking, there's not a ton of news that happens in press conferences, but Russell Westbrook was the sole Lakers star, the sole Lakers superstar player who was there. And again, a lot of talk about will he come back? It certainly sounds and looks like Russell Westbrook will be back next season with the Lakers. So we'll see how that goes. That's all the time we have for today. Let's do it again tomorrow. Until then, this is Arash Markazi saying stay safe and stay healthy. 
This is the Arash Markazi Show on the Mightier 1090 ESPN Radio. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.